Hey, welcome to Live Church. I'm Steve Gambill, and I'm so glad that we have this time together today. The truth is, God wants to do great things in your life, greater than you can even imagine. So, as we join with our worship team at Live Church and then go on to open the word together, we pray that God would speak directly to your circumstances, directly to your heart, and remind you of how much He loves you. Come on, let's get started. should be in him, right? So the idea is that relationships should be in him. Finances should be in him. Your identity should be in him. Your spiritual well-being should be in him. Your future, your fears and your hopes should be in here. So these all should be inside here. But what we do is we have a different remote for every single one of these in our life. And they are handed out to different people or different emotions at any given season of our life. And so when this scripture says that we are supposed to tune in so that we are not distracted or distorted, that then becomes a challenge in our life. And today I'm challenging you by saying which area of your life is not tuned in? Which area of your life would you have to, if you were honest, say, actually in that area God doesn't have the control. I have it or I have put it in the hands of someone else. The Bible says in John 15, remain in me and I'll remain in you. And from there you will bear much fruit. But if you are handing over the remote all the time to other people, you are not remaining in him. Because at the push of the button, when so-and-so doesn't feel like going to church, you don't go to church because they have your remote. It baffles me how some things become a group choice. I'm like, I'm like, I'm teaching my children. I hope you'll teach your children. When the group make a decision, that doesn't mean that's your decision because the group shouldn't have the remote control to your life. So if the group are all going out to a party and they are all drinking and you are not at the age where you should be drinking and you know those are poor choices, guess what? Don't give the group the remote. Don't let them push your buttons. Don't let them make you feel bad. Don't let them make you make bad choices. Take the power back and let the universal remote of God's word shape your choices. When people leave a church, oh, my friend left. Yes, and? Well, uh, I think maybe I should go with them to support them. Well, what you're telling me is they have the control for your life about where you're planted. And the only reason you should go anywhere is if God told you, because he has the remote of your life. And so you have to understand if you give the remote to someone, guess what? It might work in your favor sometimes, but there'll be a time when they are human and you are human and people will use it for the wrong advantage in your life. And if you don't know that by now, 
through other things that have happened, just carry on living the way you are and you will find manipulation will soon take the button or guilt or shame or past mistakes or the old addicted crowd that you used to hang with that had the remote. If you don't take the remote back off, you'll be back in the addiction, you'll be back in the conversations. And so this is something you have to analyze in every area. Now, maybe you say, well, I don't really know how to do that. Well, you begin to look at the Word of God and you begin to ask God, what do you say about this relationship? Do you know the Bible talks about marriage? Talks about how you should treat your spouse. You know, the Bible talks about parenting and how you should raise your kids. Talks about how teenagers and young people, you should honor your parents so you can have a long life. So I suggest you start now if you don't wanna die. It talks about the kind of company you should keep and the kind of company you shouldn't keep. It talks about getting away from divisive people. It talks about making sure you're not hanging out with a gossip. The Bible talks about not going and hanging out with those that when you leave, you feel worse off than when you started. The Bible talks about all these things. Guess why we don't like reading the Bible? Because <laughs> it confronts us. Because God's like, the reason you keep messing up is you keep keeping this remote to yourself. But if you want me to help you, you have to let me take the relationship remote control for your life. And we need to do some reprogramming. To reprogram some ways you think. We need to reprogram some ways you act. You know, David did a lot of things right, but relationally, he made some poor choices. His relationship remote control ended up in the hands of people it shouldn't like Bathsheba. Right. And there was only bad that came from that. Right. Some of you are blaming God and God's like, I did not press play on that. I did not press forward when you went too far with that boy. I did not press that button when that relationship exploded. But I'm asking you now that that's happened to learn to put the remote back in my hands and let me guide you. Maybe it's finances. Maybe, maybe it's finances. See, oftentimes we don't mind putting the remote in God's hand for the things that we don't know how to handle. Oh, my life's a mess, God take over. Oh, everything's falling apart, I need to go to church. Oh, I'm really stressed out, I'm gonna go and get prayer. We don't mind when it's something that is actually out of control, bringing it and tuning it back in. But what about the areas where we like to have control? What about those areas in our life where we're like, actually, I'm doing pretty good. I'm actually doing a really good job in this area of my life right now. What about those areas? There was a guy in Mark 10, and he came to Jesus and he said, Jesus, how do I live my best life? How do I inherit eternal life? And it says that Jesus says, you know the commandments, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie, don't cheat, honor your father and mother. He said, teacher, I, I, all those channels are in you. I don't do any of those. I, I've given the remote control over to you. I'm not doing that. I'm not murdering. I'm not lying. I'm not cheating. And so he said, teacher, from my youth, I've kept all those. And Jesus looked him hard in the eye and loved him. And he said, there's one channel left. Go sell everything you own and give it to the poor. All your wealth will then be heavenly wealth and then come follow me. The man's face clouded over. This was the last thing he expected to hear. 
and he walked off with a heavy heart and he was holding on tight to the remote control of his finances. And he was not about to let go. Looking at his disciples, Jesus said, do you have any idea how difficult it is for people who have it all to enter God's kingdom? Disciples couldn't understand and believe what they were hearing, but Jesus kept on. You can't imagine how difficult it is to give me the remote control of an area where you are successful. And Jesus was blunt with them. He said, no chance at all if you think you can pull it off by yourself. But every chance in the world if you let God do it. And then Jesus said, this is what some of you need to hear. When you put your life in him, this is what he's saying. Mark my words, there is no one who sacrifices house, brother, sister, mother, father, children, land, because of me and the message will ever lose out. They will get it all back, but multiplied many times in homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and land. Hello, God's saying, you're scared to let go, but I'm scared if you don't let go, what's gonna happen to you? Because by holding on, you're shrinking your life. By letting me be the remote control in that area, you're increasing your life. God is not trying to make you poor. God is trying to make your life overflow. But you gotta give him the remote. <laughs> you gotta give him the remote. Why does the Bible talk about tithing? Because God's like, I have a universal remote control to help you financially. It works, it's worked for generations. Why don't you try it? Because your control is you holding on. And some of you, you are more concerned about what happens in the market economically than you are in God's word about your finances. And so when the market's good, you're happy. And when it plummets, you're stressing out. But when your life is built on the word of God, you stand on the promise of God and you remind yourself of the goodness of God. Your identity. Your moods, your anger. Some of you, the remote control for this is not just in one person's hand, it's in multiple places. You know, when they have that saying where they say, you know, oh, they just push my buttons. The person just pushes my buttons. I wanna say to you, well, fine, take the remote control out their hand then. And then they can't push your buttons. Yeah, but I work with them. They're just an idiot. They just push my buttons. Yeah, but when you work, take the remote. When they say what you know, they're going to say, there is a button pressed for you. Press the other button. <laughs> press the peace of God that passes understanding. Press the joy of the Lord is my strength. Press the patience in the face of affliction. Press the character of Jesus Christ button in your life. Press the love. Press the forgiveness. Press the letting go of the offense. Press the laying it down at his feet button and it will change your life. Your identity, your true self is found in him. Who you were destined to be is found in him. And the Bible tells us that we can't live two lives. In Galatians 5, time's gone, I don't have time to read it. But in Galatians 5 in the message, it says, you are born of the Spirit, so don't live a life outside of it because that life is gonna lead you to temper and anger and you will know how to get back from those buttons. Some of you have made terrible choices and you made it because the button of anger was being pressed. And God's saying, if I have the remote, then when you feel the anger, you come to me. 
and you let my Spirit teach you how to be peaceful, and you let my Spirit teach you how to have grace, and you let my Spirit teach you how to live free from other people pushing your buttons, and your self-control will return, and kindness will return. Some of you are like, well, it's just the way I'm wired. It is not the way you are wired. You are a child of God. And the world may have programmed you one way, but you gotta take the remote control out of the world's hands and say, God, I surrender. I ask you to fix me in this area. God, I bring my anger to you. And I'm saying, God, it's not who I am. Because God, that is not who you are. God, God, my personality, my lack of self-control that I've used as the excuse for the affair or for the drinking problem or for the gambling or for the situation that I'm in. I've used the lack of self-control as my excuse. I've blamed her and I've blamed him. But God, today I tune my life back into you. And God, I can't change what they have done, but I can change me by your power. God, I take the remote back and I ask you, God. See, God's idea is that every area spiritually Some of you are like, well, you know what, spiritually I'm good. That's the one that makes the most sense. Of course, my spiritual life is in God, is it? Because God has a code for you spiritually planted. You will flourish. And some of you have the flicker and you are a flaky flicker user. And God's not flaky. God's not in, out, shake it all about. God's planted. You will flourish. Why? Because he knows spiritually you need a home and you need a family and you need a community and you need people around you and you need to clear up all the voices and have a voice. That's why the Bible says you should open the Bible and read the Word of God because it is light to your path. That is giving God the remote and saying, I don't feel like it, but I'm gonna do it because it's light to my path. Maybe it's your future. Maybe you've got all kinds of grand plans. And you know what? God wants you to dream all kinds of grand plans, but He also wants then when you've dreamed them to put the remote back in His hand and say, God, not my will, but yours be done. God, this is my plan, but God, I want you to direct my steps. God, this is my dream, but I put it in the hand of the universal controller of my life. And I say, God, if it's not what you want right now, I'm willing to wait. See, some of you, you're like, but God, I wanna do this and I wanna do that. And God's like, give me the remote. I'm not saying it's never gonna happen. I'm saying not now. I'm saying, let me have the remote. Let me help you with the timing. Let me slow down your impatience. Let me plant you a little deeper. Let me build you a little stronger. God knows what He is doing. So this morning, which area of your life needs to come into alignment? See, our life shouldn't look like this. Our life should look like this. Come with me. All follow me apart from the middle one. Our life should look like this. Come around here. Stand behind there. You can stand there. God, you're in the middle. You can stand. You can face the crowd. You're doing a great job, God. See, our life should look like this. God should be at front and center. And then inside of that, Inside of that, inside of that is my marriage. And God, you know how to do this better than me. And you know what, inside of that are my kids. And some of you, the kids in your life have the remote control. Dad, can I have? Yeah, you can. Dad, will you come? Yeah, I will. Dad, I'm, I'm really sad. Oh, you saw it out? Yeah, I will. And some of you need to say, I need you to put your life in God. He's your Abba Father. 
And I, as a parent, have to put you in God's hands because there's some of those things I need you to grow up in. And while ever I keep having the remote for your life as a child, you will never grow into an adult. So I need to teach you how to put your life in God. Some of you, it's your friendship. The conversations are out of whack. They're not healthy. You need to put it back in God. If you don't know how to do that, all you need to do is when you feel like the relationship's shouting too loud, you grab that person in your world, if it's your kid, if it's your husband, if it's your friend, and you say, you know what, can we just stop? And can we just pray? It's amazing when you take a moment to pray how everything that was out of focus comes into focus. Everybody may have an opinion, but not everybody should have the remote control. So where do you need to start to reprogram and retune some areas of your life?
as we finish our time together, I want to ask you, have you ever invited Jesus in your life? 
You know, I was at a point in my life, I didn't know who Jesus was. I had to pray a prayer and say, Jesus, I believe you're real. Would you come inside my heart? Forgive me of my sins and my past mistakes. And Jesus did, and he's changed my life as a result of that. That's what the Bible teaches in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. It says this, it says that if you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, and if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you shall be saved. It's just that simple. So why do you right now in your own way and in your own words, ask Jesus in your heart. It will be the best decision that you ever make.